take a leap of faith and accept that there will be many, many hard and bad days. You will cry, but sometimes just being brave, being courageous, leaving stuff behind. When I came to New York months ago, I had no visa, no job, nothing. I had no idea how I was going to make this work. Sometimes you just have to go for it. And sometimes you just have to be a bit irrational as well and hmm. go for it. Do something. Take action. Welcome to the show, Anne Sophie. Hi, Anne. It's Fee. Well, that was actually the best introduction I ever had, and thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You know, if I had not listened to your most recent podcast, I would say words like, I'm not deserving or I'm not enough to have you on the show. But now that I've listened to your podcast, I know that's something I shouldn't be saying. Woohoo! Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad to help. <laughs> Very nice, Jared. I'm proud of you. You were learning step by step. <laughs> I have a good teacher. That's my goal. Is that's how it should be. Just tiny baby steps. We like to kick off the podcast with asking if you get to know you type of questions. And the first question is, what is the best concert that you have ever been to? The Spice Girls concert in Cologne in 2007. Wow. I like that. <laughs> oh, man. I know. It's crazy. It was a bunch of gays. It was a bunch of girls in their 20s pretending to be like teenagers. We were dancing. It was the best thing ever. We had such a good time. And Sophie, did they tell you what they wanted, what they really, really wanted? Oh, they yeah. did. Over and, and over and over and over again. And did you get with their friends in order to get with them? <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be determined in all Well played deflecting that question. <laughs> Thank you for deflecting that question. <laughs> All right, moving on. Anne Sophie, what is your favorite New York City restaurant? Ooh, that's a tough one. Oh, my God. I was at a restaurant. It was called Quintessence in the East Village with a friend the other night, and that was excellent. It's organic, great food, very small, cozy. That was great. Nice. For anybody out there that wants to know, mine is Halal Food Cart near Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> Quality dining. Delicious. <laughs> What's their specialty? Tuna. <laughs> but don't order that if it's near the end of the night. It's just it's yeah. been sitting out too long. Okay. Bad idea. Okay, I'll remember that. What do you miss most from Germany? Oh, my mom and my sister. Hmm. I miss them. The good thing is, and my mom would listen to this, so she'll never hear it, but she's on Facebook, and she is stalking me 24-7, and the first thing in the morning, when I get up and I'm crazy, I have my phone next to my bed, and the first thing I do is to check Facebook and Twitter, and my mom's on Facebook. She's asking, what are you doing? How did you sleep? All this stuff, so sometimes I'm like, okay, like I'm not really there. She's always watching me, but still, I miss her. Just for a reference point, what is the time difference between where you grew up in Germany or where she is in Germany and you in New York City? Six hours. Oh, okay. So she's well and she's almost eating lunch by the time you're getting up. That's it. And sometimes when I go to bed, she's awake already and she always wants to talk. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's kind of living through us children. My sister's in Africa and I'm here in New York and she's enjoying our adventures through Facebook. Wow, what an international family. I know. All right. What is your favorite TV show? Lost. Ooh. Mm. Lost saved my life, and I'll never forget it. It's an amazing show, amazing people. All of my friends I met through Lost, and I'm so, so sad it's over. It's <laughs> three years since it's over, but I traveled all over the world to be with us Losties, and have you watched it? Did oh, you yes. Watch? Absolutely. Please tell our audience how Lost saved your life. 
In 2007, I was very depressed. I was in bed 24-7. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. It was a very, very, very bad time. And all I did was watch TV because I was going crazy. And I fell in love with it. I searched the web for stuff about Lost and found Cliff Ravenscraft the podcast Anselman. Back then, him and Stephanie, they were doing the Weekly Lost podcast and I found them. We became great friends and I started to interact with people again. I started to see that there's actually fun people out there and that um, life is not all that bad. And so very, very slowly, I started to get out of bed. I started to just get back on track with life and it's all because of Lost. Amazing. That is incredible. My favorite character, especially in the first few seasons, was John Locke. Do you have a favorite character, Aunt Sophie? Oh, Sawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Rare. Yeah, who knew? I know. I like those kind of guys. (laughs) Fair enough. What what about you, Chris? I also like those kind of guys. (laughs) We can talk about the characters, too. Yeah, I actually was a John Locke fan as well. He's just such an intriguing character. So much mystery. Yeah, I liked him, but then again, he was not really anything, really, right? He was, like, dispensable. I don't know. It was... I understand what you mean. The first season for me, and I did watch all the seasons, but the first season when he's making that line or saying, don't tell me what I can't do, there's just something about that. I connected with his character from that moment on. And yes, you're right. In the later seasons, it was a very weird situation with him. But the beginning few seasons, I really connected with John Locke. I liked it a lot. And I'm glad you didn't say Jack, because Jack for me was always kind of like a weepy, I don't know, guy. I never liked him. I never understood why people saw him as the hero. So I like Locke much better than Jack, actually. So go Locke in that regard. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was really weird in the fourth season when the Harlem Globetrotters uh, arrived on the island. I thought that was just, it was a jumping the shark moment that I wasn't too fond of. Yeah, it's true. But then, yeah, season four was weird. Season three was not that great either, but season five, I loved the 70s. I loved that. Oh, yes, the Dharma Initiative and all those. Yeah. Okay, this is it. Yeah. All the audience is listening. This is the start of the Anne Sophie, Jared Easley, and Chris Murphy Lost <laughs> podcast. Rewatch podcast. I'll you do it. We may need to look into that. All right, we're going to segue to some other questions here. Tea or coffee? Coffee only. I recently did a 10-day detox, no coffee, and I almost died. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, coffee, lots of it. Deal. Good. That's mine, too. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody cares about me here, but <laughs> I'm a tea guy. Ooh. How do you yeah. survive? I enjoy a good cup of tea, uh, the Tazo Sweet Orange. Mm. Try it out. I will. I'll give it a chance. <laughs> Please do. I am a tea guy. If Now we can have Tazo Sweet Orange as a, an advertiser on our show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have an affiliate link in the show notes. <laughs> Deal. And Sophie, what is your favorite smartphone app? Right now, Instagram. I just started trying to cook, and the emphasis is on trying. So I'm single, so nobody has to eat it but me. And people should be very, very grateful for that. But I'm taking photos of it like a crazy person, and I love Instagram because it makes it look better. <laughs> it really does. Like, like it's actually edible, so yeah. <laughs> it's always edible on camera. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm liking your food photos now. Okay, well, great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. Well, now that you're in New York City, we know that you're a fan of the city, and we hope that you're also a fan of the United States. We thought it'd be appropriate to ask you a few questions about the United States. Sure, but just to be very honest, I don't like the U.S. at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All right, well, let's ask these questions now. Now I'm curious. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Intrigued? Yes, absolutely. Number one, what is the capital of the United States of America? Okay, that's an easy one, D.C. Nice. Okay. All right, here we go. Maybe a little more difficult. Let's see. What is the name of the currency used in the United States of America? U.S. dollars. Perfect. Wow. Yeah. Two for two. <laughs> Who is the president of the United States of America? Barack Hussein Obama. Got the middle name and everything. <laughs> oh. I know. Cool. Okay, how many states are in the United States of America? Fifty. Perfect. Four well done. for four. When the United States was first founded, there were 13 original states. Please name their state birds. Their state bird? Yes. Oh, my God. I can't. I don't know. I don't even know a single name of any kind of bird, so I have to pass. Wow. You're doing so well. well okay. She's still four for one. Or hold on. What's okay, but I'm intrigued now. Can you actually name the bird? <laughs> <laughs> well, we love our country, and we're going to move on to the next question. Yeah, we'll do that after the interview. <laughs> yes. Okay. Who was the first president of the United States? George Washington. Oh, wow. Okay. Five right, one wrong. New York State begins with the letter N. How many states end with the letter A? How many states end with the letter A? I should know that. I once knew all the states by heart. No. Yeah, we have to do that for history class. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I guess. Name four states. Only four. Name four that end with the letter A. South Carolina, North Carolina, California, Nebraska. Well done. But now I want to know how many states end with an A. That's actually a cool question. Going to have to review that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the name of the United States of America's national anthem? The Star Stangled Banner. Yeah, right? Yeah, perfect. Is that right? Well <laughs> Who was the 16th president of the United States of America? And I'll give you a hint. He's on the $5 bill. He's on the $5 bill. I actually don't know the $5 bill. I don't know who's on that. But I know the 16th president because I just saw the movie and that is Lincoln. Oh, wow. Wow. I just thought the other day it was excellent. You know what? That makes me think that you are not a person that is money hungry because you knew it from history, but you did not know it from money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all there is to say. All right. So you've done a very good job so far. So here's uh, the 10th and final question of our United States history and geography lesson. Okay. Name one hit song by the band, the Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> there is such a band. I have no idea. <laughs> there is such a band. Star Stangled Banner. I don't know. <laughs> it was actually an alternative band from the 90s. Darn it. I've never heard of them. Okay. You know what? We'll let you slide on this one, but it's good research for the future. I will have to do that. <laughs> well, the, the correct answer would have been Peaches or She's Long. Peaches. Nice title. Okay. Yes. Well, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> we do have some serious questions. We wanted you to share a little bit about what you're doing and tell us about A-Mind Media. A-Mind Media was a name my now kind of ex-husband came up with and his theory was all, my name is Anna, starts with an A, my mind is cool. He liked it, so he was like A-Mind and Medium. Um, that's how the name came to me. I never was fond of it, but he liked it, so I was like, okay, you know, keep the peace, let's just name it that way. But actually, it's my company. It's all about finding self-love, falling in love with your body. I do videos, I do podcasts, I write like a crazy person, I publish books. 
And yeah, it's all about body and self-love. That's kind of the gist of it. Oh, very cool. Well, could you define that for us? What does it mean to fall in love with yourself or what is your definition of self-love? It's kind of being okay with yourself, not having all these hateful thoughts, not always being on a diet, not always thinking you can't speak up, not thinking that you cannot have the job, not believing in yourself. It means that you walk tall and you come home and you can have a cup of ice cream and you're okay with yourself and you don't hate upon yourself. You obviously I had an eating disorder, so you don't engage in eating disordered behavior. It's the same of just being okay, being at peace. But it's hard to define, and I think it's different for everyone. Very nice. At what point did you realize that you had a problem with loving yourself? I don't know. I've always not really liked myself, and most kids do. But then at around 9 or 10, I was a bit chubby, and some adults in my life made a few comments here and there, and I started to really hate my body. And over time, I started to learn that if I control my body, if I control what I eat, if I control how much I work out, there's one part in my life that's under my control because I could not control anything else. It was just my body. I could control that. And over time, I started to control that more and more and more and more, and it morphed into that very, very serious eating disorder. And then it was just this being. I just hated myself. I just hated my body, and everything that was wrong in my life was because of my body. But I don't know when it started. I know that when I was about 13 was when I really turned against myself and my body. That was kind of the turning point when it got really bad. Well, we know that you've overcome a lot of adversity and you've talked about it at length with your brand and with your podcasts. So now what are you doing on this side of your story to help others find a way to love themselves? I write a lot. I write, I mentor. I'm sorry for the sirens if you hear them. <laughs> That's New York. But Very uh, New York. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I did when I started my recovery was write on my blog, Fighting Anorexia, and just sharing my story very openly. The struggles, the good parts of recovery, the horrible parts, the parts where you think you're completely losing yourself, you have no idea who you are and who you will be if you are not eating disorder. Just sharing that helped many, many many women and men all over the world and then I did my podcast which also helped a lot of people so it's me being very open and I've never had a problem being open with it so for me it's very natural just sharing that there are good parts but also difficult part in recovery and in life I think and in the last few weeks I've struggled with my eating I've struggled with my body and I'm sharing that and that way people know that I'm real and that I'm approachable and that I'm not little miss perfect I think that life is not perfect and we all struggle from time to time eating disorder or not mental illness or not and we're all a bit more open I think we would all feel less alone and that's one thing I want to make sure is that people don't feel that alone anymore because when you're eating disorder that's the one thing you feel you feel like nobody understands you nobody knows what you're going through nobody knows the thoughts you have and the things you do things you cannot control but actually we all kind of share these thoughts, actions, feelings, anything. What made you want to move to the United States? 
I've always wanted to live here. And when I was nine years old, I wanted to be a Hollywood star. I thought, when I'm famous and rich, everyone will love me and all my problems would go away. But I've always wanted to live in the U.S., but I was always too safe. And then I separated from my husband, and I was fine. Physically, I was fine. I had a good weight. I was healthy. I was eating. And I was like, now I'm young. I'm single. I'm just going to go for it. I just feel at home in the U.S. For some reason, I cannot explain. Nice. But we're glad you're here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Welcome. So you have a mind media, you have podcasts, you have books like you've been saying. What does the future look like for you? Maybe in the immediate, what does the next year look like for you? How do you imagine that? And then maybe the next five years, what do you think that would look like for you? Oh, the next year, I want to grow my brand. I want to do a body image revolution program where I teach women and girls all over the world to love their bodies, to accept their bodies. I would love to do more public speaking on the subject, maybe go into schools, talk about body image and eating disorders there. And then in the next five years, my thing is to create a counterweight to traditional media and to stop the abuse that traditional media is doing with women and now it's starting with men as well and body image and everything that's wrong with our bodies and ourselves and I want to create a positive counterweight to that for women, girls, boys and men, everyone that we are fine, we're perfect the way we are, there's nothing wrong with our bodies and we're good and I just want us all to have a bit more peace of mind again. I love that. <laughs> that's my thing. Who is doing something that interests or inspires you right now? There are so many people. Jonathan Fields with the Good Life Project. I love that. I love Jonathan Fields. He's so calm. And I don't know, there's something. About doing these interviews with so many inspiring people who just live a good life. And I love listening to these videos and seeing new people, different people. Very nice. I've got two questions here as we wrap up. One of the things that we want to do on the podcast is we want to ask people if they feel like they're living their dream. We want to interview people that are doing things that matter to them, but do you feel like you're living your dream? Yes, I am living my dream. When I walk down the street in New York, it's surreal to me. It's still like I'm living here. I'm actually here. I'm doing this. And I've dreamed of it so, so many years. And I'm writing. I love what I do. I love getting emails from people all over the world telling me I touched their lives. And that is humbling. That is amazing. That touches me to no end. So i absolutely living my dream. Very nice. And what would you say to those out there that are searching for their dream? What encouragement would you give them? Take a leap of faith and accept that there will be many, many hard and bad days. You will cry. But sometimes just being brave, being courageous, leaving stuff behind. When I came to New York months ago, I had no visa, no job, nothing. I had no idea how I was going to make this work. Sometimes you just have to go for it. And sometimes you just have to be a bit irrational as well. And <laughs> go for it. Do something. Take action. Do you have a favorite quote that you'd like to share with everyone? I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's don't compare your outside to somebody else's inside. And I don't know who said it, but I love this quote because so often we go around comparing ourselves to others, right? Where, I mean, I'm doing it all the time. She has a book deal and she's prettier and she has so much more money and blah, 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 blah. And we have no idea how happy they really are, what's really going on inside. So just Ooh. be with yourself, stay with yourself. 
Chris and I heard a quote one time from John Acuff. He said, don't compare your start or your beginning with someone else's middle. And that quote reminded me of that. Yeah, I love that. It's so true, but we still do it, right? <laughs> mm. Every day. I wish that I didn't, but every day. I know. I know. <laughs> We thank you so much for taking the time to be with us, and we do want to give our audience a way to be able to get in touch with you or to find out more about you. What is the best place for people to find you online? The best place is my website, and you can go to amindmedia.com or follow me on Twitter, actually. I'm always on Twitter. It's the Anna Sophie, that's T-H-E-A-N-N-E-S-O-P-H-I-E, and you probably will put that in the show notes so people can actually. <laughs> Absolutely. If people want to find you on Instagram as well to follow your delicious chefing skills. Yeah, I think I'm Amine Media as well on Instagram. Yes, I am. But don't laugh. Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only beginning. No promises. <laughs> thank you, Anne Sophie. Thank you so much. Anne Sophie, thank you. Yep. <laughs> that life is not perfect and we all struggle from time to time eating disorder or not mental illness or not and if we're all a bit more open i think we would all feel less alone and that's one thing i want to make sure is that people don't feel that alone anymore